This episode is brought to you by Lee. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit to your body, not to some passing fad or body shape ideal. That's why Lee makes denim that gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com, to shop spring looks now. Hello, and welcome back to the UAP Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? What's the haps? It's always great to be back here with you. I love your new, you're wearing the new uh, Shop Betches merch, the tie-dye shirt. You look excellent. Thank you. I actually will say this. I want to say this. I got this. The tie-dye shirt is now, it it has moved up to top-tier t-shirt in my drawer. It's soft. It's tie-dyed, so I feel very Gen Z. I feel like I've, it made me, it makes me look young. Um, and, um, it fits well. I, I, you, you know about my t-shirt struggles and for the audience that's been with us for a long time, they know it is, I am a broad shouldered, um, short torsoed man. And there's not a lot of t-shirts for us. This shop Betches t-shirt fits me perfectly. And it will fit you guys perfectly. Check it out. Go to shopbetches.com. Check it out. Also, if you haven't gotten the, the new expansion pack for red flag or deal breaker, get that. Jared, what do you have going on? Well, let me also, the t-shirt is one of my favorites because it's just uh, like, <laughs> I don't want to act like I'm trying to, you know, hawk a t-shirt at people, but I love that it's like a little tiny, you know, logo in the pocket side. It's not this big, yeah, you know, it's I'm screaming at you. Yeah, it's not screaming at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's, it's a subtle t-shirt. It's a subtle tie-dye t-shirt, which that is a hard one to pull off. And you guys did it. I got to say. Thank you. We did it. We solved t-shirts. <laughs> Finally. Um, and yeah, so the Red Flag Deal Breaker expands back. I'm going to be in Long Island this weekend at the Brokerage Comedy Club. If anyone wants to come out, uh, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. I'm doing four shows. Um, you got to call them about their COVID-19 product protocols, but uh, I will be there. So I'm excited to come to Long Island and hang with everyone at the brokerage comedy club this friday and saturday go to jaredfried.com get those tickets i i have more dates coming but uh it does feel like the world is coming back uh, in a lot of places for comedy like you know and i mentioned last time the comedy seller opening up so they're doing shows there too so if you're in new york and you want to have a fun time and go out for a night and kind of get away from your you know the the utter dread that lives with most of us go to the comedy seller I mean, I definitely want to go. I also on the on the words of things looking up. Um, anyone over thirty, New York, New York uh, can get a vaccine t- as of uh, today. We were recording this on the thirtieth, so as of yeah. today, and by the time this comes out next week, anyone under thirty, <laughs> everyone. There it is. <laughs> things happen fast. Um, That's all. The- <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's uh, those are all good things, and I'm. I'm halfway there on the vaccination train. I got one more to go and I'm I'm excited to be a part of it. It feels it does feel oddly like communal. Like there's a community to it right. seeing people getting it done. I know some people went through the lines and it felt like they were in a sci-fi movie. I felt more like look at us. You know, fellow woman, fellow man, you know, marching towards making history. Making you know, I don't know. I I I felt 
more positive about it than I've heard people talk about. No, I think it's incredible. It's like incredible what people can do and under a year they made this day they had a problem they fixed it there's like so many just smart capable people in the world who just like able to get shit done it's like inspiring how Um, don't how don't we know the name of the person like shouldn't the name of the vaccine be the people who made it like i want to know their names don't you want to know who they are i know like we get stuck in this like pfizer moderna it's probably a team i don't think it's like one person i think it's like i want to know the whole team very smart people I want to know those smart people. They should be. I right? hope they're getting compensated pretty well. I'm I, sure. I hope. Right. I hope they get all the Fit T sponsorships. Um, <laughs> so. exactly. It's exactly uh, what the leading scientists in America um, are looking for. Can you imagine coming across a TikTok profile? Oh, who's this dancing? Uh, b- best known for my role in the vaccine creation. Now just a TikTok mom. Yeah. You know, like. I mean, it's funny. A few weeks ago, we were talking about how like we're on. The, it seemed like we're on the end of this never ending line. And then look at us now all mm. eligible. And it's just um, I think dating for dating. It's just going to be fucking nuts it, out there. I think, you know, listen, this podcast has been I would I'll, I'll pat ourselves on the back. We've been at the forefront of staying positive the last year and some got mad at us and that's okay. I understand that's an emotional response, but we have been pragmatic and, and, and positive throughout this thing about dating in general. And I, that ain't going to change today. It's coming. Things are opening up. You're getting vaccinated. It's going to be dancing in the streets the summer. I mean, I I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be wild for every relationship. Like totally in a relationship, totally. you're going to have a change up of it's going to be great for you as a couple. If you're married, the kids are and you got kids. They're finally there out of the house. They're doing things. Maybe they go to summer camp instead of just looking at you going, what are we going to do inside? It's like, I can't create another fort. I'll fucking kill myself if I do another fort today. And if you're single, man, I think there's going to be a new appreciation of time. I don't know if you feel that way. I feel that way too. I also just, I mean, I had like a funny vision in my head of like someone who got into this quarantine relationship, you know, especially someone who's maybe a little more afraid of getting sick. They get vaccinated. They turn to their partner. They're like, I got to see what else is out there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm immune. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, see you later. Ah! I imagine it's like, you know, those, those couples where it's like, one person in the couple gets really famous and then mm. the relationship doesn't work out because they suddenly have so many more options because they're like, <laughs> I don't know, Bradley it's Cooper horrible. or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as if Bradley Cooper didn't have any options before he was famous, a gorgeous, you know, yeah. uh, man. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, like, I mean, those stories are coming. That's the thing. We, we talked about it like when we went into quarantine, the, the, the dating questions changed. And now as we come out, they're changing again, and it's going to be we spent all these weeks together, and I never saw it coming. It's going to be we grew apart during the corn, uh, during the pandemic. It's going to be we, we came together. Like I know a lot, of, a lot of relationships are coming together. I'm already starting to hear a few stories. I've had a few friends, you know, people that I know come with some wild ones. I don't think they're going to be – I think it's going to, it's going to get Tell weird. them to write in. I want to hear them too. Right in. I I can inform you of yeah. one story. We want to hear I, uh, all of your 
exiting the pandemic, um, relationship problems, relationship stories. Yes. And please email that him in UUP at badges.com. But we've got a special kind of episode today. We're mixing Very things up. Listen, and we want your feedback. This is going to, we want you to, to let us know, right, Jordana? We do. Um, we want your feedback. If you like this format, let us know. Email us, DM us. Let us know if you think this is fun. If you're like, ah, eh, this format sucks. Let's go back to the original one. Um, yeah. Let us know about that too. This isn't permanent. We're just trying this out. But let us know if you want us to do more of these. Listen, uh, we write to edit. That is the motto I have in a lot of things in life. You write to edit, and we've had this great podcast that you love. But Jordan and I go on Instagram stories all the time, and we answer these questions that we put in. We put up the box, and you guys send in questions. So, and sometimes our questions get so in depth that we kind of lose track of like these quick get- hit questions. Right, because on Instagram, you have like 15 seconds to answer a question. Um, yeah. So we'll try to spend at least 30 on each of these. Absolutely. So you guys, all you did, uh, all you guys did a great job. You sent in your questions for the podcast over Instagram. And you guys, for the next time we do this, because this is just something, this is another dish that we're going to serve uh, at the UWA podcast. It's just a quick hits episode. We're taking these questions from Instagram. If you ever want to be a part of this episode in the future, go follow at UUPod right now. Go follow that account on Instagram. That's an easy task to get done. And then the next time a box comes up, you'll be able to answer your questions. We have 20 quick hit questions. Let's see if we can get through them, right? Let's see if we can get to all of them. We had so many more. This is the ones we parred down that we thought we could do do the best. But send send more in. We'll be keep doing those Q&As on Instagram on the UUPod instagram at uuppod um but let's get into them so we'll we could switch off reading them but let's start absolutely are you i'm excited about this this is this is a this is a fun change i think me too all right back on hinge and want to date but filled with dread how can i get more excited to use the app so <laughs> well don't make this your bio uh, <laughs> filled with dread. <laughs> Back on the apps, filled with dread. Can't wait to meet you. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> very exciting prospect. Yeah, I. I listen. Let me start by saying I get it. Like the, you know, dating mountain looks very tall, and especially when you're at ground zero, like when you're at base camp, and you're like. And you start thinking of it, you're like, oh, I got to meet a person and then I got to figure out if they're the right person and I got to figure out if we're on the same page and I got to like figure out if they get along with my friends and then family and then, oh my God, I'm already, you know, 32 and by the time that's over, I'll be 34 and what if this person at 34 is like, you're not the right one for me and has a freak out and it's like, right. Or what if I go on the date and then I hate them immediately and then I have to sit there. It's like, I'm you know, there's there's a lot more negative than positive. This is dating is a is is a bad bet. <laughs> you know, like let's <laughs> let's if you you know you wouldn't put your money on any relationship, right? Most of them are not going to work out. But I yeah, I think it's important to have a sense of like this is supposed to be fun. Um, it I get to I get to meet this person like I'm Mm -hmm. not like I have to meet this person like I get to go out have a drink talk to someone that's been pre-vetted for me that I've already seen their pictures and I know they they seem kind of normal and like I think again like I said that this all the time the most exciting part about being single is the idea that anything can happen on these nights out so like just because it's not likely that the most amazing incredible thing will happen on a particular given night out 
it could. And I would just get excited about the prospect of like meeting an interesting person. Maybe they're not going to be the love of your life, but like if you're having fun with it. Um, I think that's like almost all you should strive for is like a, a, a nice fun night out. I think I, I, I totally agree with you. And I think the way to get there is, you know, they, I, 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 we have to dig into the question we're given. Uh, want to date, but filled with dread. How can I get my more excited to use the app? Okay. First of all, you said I want to date. That doesn't mean wanting to date and doesn't mean the only way to date is to go on the app. I know it's the easiest way to go on a date is to go on a dating app. But let's make sure you're using all pieces of the dating pie. You know, approaching people in public. Uh, go hanging out, you know, at, telling friends and family, hey, I'm out there. I'm, I'm kind of looking if you know anyone that you think would be good for me. That's the way you want to say it. So, like, you know, that can alleviate the app being your only. I think when you feel like the app is your only option, like, I think about this for comedy. Like, I'm, like, doing stuff on TikTok. And a lot of the reason is because let's say everyone leaves Instagram tomorrow. I want to be able to put stuff up that can get a reaction and and find an audience. So diversify. You got to diversify. You got to diversify your dating. And I think that's a big way to, like, alleviate the dread because you're probably dreading the garbage you have to wade through on these apps. And I agree. There's a lot of fucking wasted time and wasted conversations, but you can't think of them as a waste. It's just the reality of it. And I would also say to this person, go hang out with friends and family to see what makes you feel good. Why do those relationships feel good? Once you know what you want and how you want to feel, which is hard to figure out, don't get me wrong, but once you have like more of an understanding of yourself, you're not a dreading because you're not just getting led around. You are like, no, I'm not going with you down that way. I don't like that way, you know? Totally. And I think dating is the, people don't think of it like this, but I think dating is the kind of thing where a lot of the times, the more you do it, the better you get at it. The better you get at weeding out the people who you know you're not going to have a good time with. You're not just going out with anyone that's that's talking to you on an app. You're getting, you're getting a sense of, will this person be nice to get a drink with or would they not? And I think the more, the more people you go out with, the quicker you're able to figure that out earlier on. Yeah. I, I, and that is a big part of it is like, you're not a bag in the wind. You, 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 if you, if you think, Oh, this is all happening to me. No, 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 no. You have a little more, you have to take control and control means fuck that dude. He sucks. Oh no, she's not my type. It's okay. That's okay. These are, this is already fun, Jordana. I, I, I think we're doing Having a good job. Having a great time. Okay. <laughs> I can feel it in your voice. I, I, this is Jordana's excited <laughs> you, this voice. Is, that is my excited voice, which is the same <laughs> as my sad voice, is, which is the same as every other voice I have. I'm a mess, and I'm having fun. Um, okay. Exactly. I'll do the next one. What makes a man want to seriously date a woman? Um, I don't know, Jared. What makes a man want to seriously date a woman? You're, you're a man. What makes you want to seriously date someone? <laughs> nice ass. No, I. What if I just turn into a total monster? Well, that. Well, that. I think they're kind of like. I. If I'm reading between the lines of this question, it's what makes a man want to seriously date a woman instead of just hooking up with her, or mm. instead of, um, you know, wanting to ca- putting her in that bucket of casually date but not seriously date. I think. Um, I think the thing that has always been most attractive to me is knowing what you want and and not I, I I do believe and I don't say this as like a motivational thing but like not dealing with bullshit men love bullshit 
We love fucking around. We love being vague. We love fooling around. We love not giving you answers. And I, and I, and listen, I don't mean to task this on women, but it, like it, it, a lot of it's men sort of kind of, like, you're, what you're saying is like not putting up with your bullshit. Yeah. And I think, a, <laughs> I, I, right. Like a lot okay. of men are, are, and I get, I get how this is harmful, but I, I think a lot of guys engage in like what they feel is harmless, um, figuring it out. And, and a lot of times you'll be like, what the fuck? I want to go on a date. And they'll be like, ah, got me. You know, like it's like, and, and I know to a lot of women, they're like, well, it's not, ah, got me to me. I'm fucking sitting here angry. Um, but to a lot of men, it's like, if, if a guy like, you know, I think that's a better way to like get across again. And the ones that are dating seriously, the ones that aren't serious, they're just going to go away. But the guys that are dating seriously are more appreciative of someone who's like, I'm going there. You're with me or you're not. Right. It's funny because I feel like, you know, like the, the whole cool girl mantra mm. thing. It's like I think a lot of women and I would I used to think like that, too. In the sense of like, if I'm going to be desirable to a guy, I got to just go with the flow. Like, I just like go with it. I'm cool. I'm down to hang. I'm down to not hang. I, I don't need a commitment, but I'd like a commitment. Like that sort of like the opening <laughs> scene of Bridesmaids where she's like, I don't even want a boyfriend, you know, but if you were interested in that, I could be down for sure. it, too. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's that, like, so that's, unattractive. Like I think I, a lot of those are, are under the impression that like that's sort of like who we need to be. But like I think what you're saying is actually really empowering because it's like, no, like that's bullshit and that's not even attractive anyway, because that's just you kind of like being down for anything, which is like not hot, actually. Yeah, and it's also not um guys like uh I think uh, guys like winning the level, you know, beating the video game. And or not playing at all. You know, a guy will be like, I don't fucking play the game. You know, like, I, and that's the problem is a lot of women are like, oh, you're engaging in, with me. So that's half the battle is to get someone to leave the house. And it's like, no, but if they're leaving the house for the shit they want to do and you have no opinion on like the go with the flow, you know, you got to be the flow. You got to have your own flow. And I think right. like that, that, I think a lot, like it's a very 2021 thing. It's like, listen, Think of like the societal pressures on men to like make money, be able to like take care of a family. Like you, when, when I think when someone expects that, that becomes more of a burden on men. Cause they're like, yeah. And then I got to fucking take care of this. Pre-. You know, I don't, you know, <laughs> like, I, right. like I, uh, ugh, you want to do that, but I'm saying it, it becomes less attractive when like the other person doesn't even, they're just trying to fit themselves into whatever works for you. It's a lot of pressure. You know I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no-show Belkinette bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support, but keeps my natural shape, and it's invisible under clothing. I love my Skims wireless form bra. It's so comfortable, but it still does the job. It feels like it's lifted. I know where everything is. That's a big issue for me. I want to make sure that like everything is where it's supposed to be. But it also looks really cute. It's not like some like scary looking bra that I would never want to show anyone. I typically don't like traditional underwire bras, but Skims changed that. I'm literally wearing one right now. And there's one for literally every kind of shirt that you could be wearing. There's so many different pieces. I really love the wireless form t-shirt bra, the weightless scoop bra, and the no-show online demi bra. Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. 
Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. So I was scrolling through my feed like I do, and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes? That made me totally rethink my bedding. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bolin Branch. Bolin Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed are bowl and branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash. Then I put them on my bed. They're so comfortable. You can see them on my bed. They look good. They're hotel quality. I love my bowl and branch sheets. You can really feel the difference. And if your commitment issues get in the way, they have a 30-night worry-free guarantee. They feel buttery soft yet super breathable so you don't have to worry about getting hot and doing the one leg out, one leg under thing. Bowl and branch signature sheets come in 13 super classy colors. They have all sizes from twin up to California king. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from bowl and branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code UUP. Exclusions apply. See site for details. How to stop judging his career slash where he went to college or not and just focus on the connection. Well, first of all, you can't stop judging. Right. That's what dating is. It's judging. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? No one submits a resume for a job interview and is like, don't judge me. It's like, this is a whole list of shit by which you should judge me. If that's something that you judge someone that's important to you, then I think that it's not like an issue to judge someone on it. Whether it's like whether your expectations are realistic or unrealistic or not is a different question. But if that's something that's like somehow like that's your thing that's really important to you, I don't think it's like find a way to not care about this thing that you really care about. Also, and I'll say this to this person, I listen, if you're judging their career where he went to college and like I let, let's change the words like you might you know, sometimes you say like I don't want to judge where they went to college or their career. But you're just judging their um, work ethic. Ambition. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's a different story. Like, if someone was like, yeah, he's just not that ambitious, I'd be like, oh, that's, a, that's fine. That's, a, that's something to be unattractive to. Attracted to. I, I, I would be unattracted to a woman who had no ambition. I, I would feel the same way. But if, right. you, if you're saying he's the most ambitious, hardest worker, but he went to UMass. Ugh. <laughs> You know, like, right. no, no offense to UMass graduates. I mean, a little bit, but not, not, you know, but like, you know, I, I would be like, yeah, you seem a little bit uh, misguided, you know, like I, I. Right. You might not have a good sense of like what actually is an indicator of the value. I would think more like I think that's a that's a great point that you said. It's like I agree. Turn it into like what the value is and you can judge people based on their value. So if their value is like working hard being ambitious that's something you don't have to convince yourself to not judge someone on but if your value is like if you didn't go to harvard then harvard then like fuck off that might now, be a more <laughs> limiting yeah that seems like thing. a that seems like a very uh bad way to go through life but i would say here's the other kind of tentacle of this someone can be ambitious at their career and their career 
can only make them so much money and you are used to a certain lifestyle that is associated with an amount of money. Now we're in a tougher, ickier situation. Like if you're like, I like taking trips and I make $500,000 a year and he won't go on the trips with me because he's a teacher and makes 80000 a year and doesn't feel comfortable with me just paying for the whole trip. Now, now we're in that zone of like, yeah, I could see someone going, we're just kind of two different people with two different. Yeah. Well, that's also, the, that's a, yeah, that's that a different value. value yeah. Yeah. Some people value money and that's not like, I mean, it's known it's, it's thought to be a bad thing, but it's a value. I mean, mm. like it's a lifestyle. It's like the, it's a thing. I don't think that it's okay. Like we said, there's no wrong reason for that. Someone is not for you. You can break up with someone for literally any reason. But I, I think when if you're going on a date with someone and you're like, well, where'd you go to college? And you won't even talk to them if they're not an Ivy League student. I, I would say you're not really giving people a chance to um, you're, you're boxing people up a little bit. Right. And it's but I think it's also like, what is your threshold for being alone? So if you're like, okay, I mean, that's kind of true. It's like if I'm holding out for this perfect person and I'm okay with being alone for X number of years until I find that person, like, and I must have the nicest, best person, whatever, like, then like, fine, you can, you probably might, you might eventually find that person, but it's not going to be like a quick thing. Yeah. It's, you're in a smaller pool, which is okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Yeah. Let's do another. And listen. Follow the UA Podcast Instagram account so that you can be a part of this. Also, keep sending your emails to the UA Podcast, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. We're going to go back to nor you know the, the regular format, but this is already great. I'm, I'm enjoying this, Jordan. I think people are going to get a lot of value out of this. Yeah. That's um, great. But, but also, we want your screenshot emails. Get those screenshot in, UUP at Betches.com. How to mm -hmm. know if you're fighting for the wrong relationship. Tough times versus not the match. This is a tough one. Right. I think and tough obviously let me let me start with I uh, sorry to interrupt, buddy. No, let's go for it. We uh, yeah, we're answering these confidently, but like, you know, we're just two people with two opinions. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, so we're fucking so, talking so, out of so, our ass. Yeah. So if you don't uh, if, if this doesn't go well for you, this advice. Uh, what is the meaning of life? Um, so let me just tell you, you know, <laughs> well, here you know, some of these are because this is such an abstract question where it's like. Yeah, I don't. You know, I I start right. with I don't know, but I have. I some would say thoughts. this would be, well, it's case by case. Yeah. So it's kind of like we don't really have the details to know. Um, I don't think it's like there's one answer for how to mm. know if you're fighting for the wrong relationship, tough times versus not the match. But I would say a good thing to look at is if it's the situation that you're talking about is the the tough time that you're talking about like a temporary thing, and what is the person doing to work through it. Or is it sort of just like an indicator of a longer term fundamental difference in either a value or the way you see things or the co compatibility of the two of you? I think that's a good way to sort of start. Like how, yeah. you know what I mean? Like look at the issue at hand and like see if it's a persistent constant thing that nothing's going to change or is it something that might be different if a circumstance were slightly different? Let me ask you a question. On your way to being engaged to Mike, can you think of like what was the tough times? The tougher times I would say were before we were engaged. Um, 
I think I have a lot, like I've said before, I've had a lot of relationship anxiety. It would cause me to be like overly, I think overly sensitive to certain things that he said or wouldn't said that I would like kind of read very into and get very like defensive and a little bit like dramatic out. It would also play out when I was drinking, mm. which we haven't done that much of heavily recently. So we'll see how, how things go when we get back to that. But <laughs> um <laughs> I think a lot of it was around my own like relationship anxiety and how that played out and me just kind of like learning how to be in a longer term relationship and like having security in what was going on. But you're taking a lot of that responsibility, which like that's you going, well, this is a thing I'm working on. I'm working on myself. Was there ever mm -hmm. a time that you guys were like sitting down and being like, we are going through it as a group? Like where you're like, you got to fix this. I got to fix this. Or But, but because uh, I, I think that... Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, a lot of those things, like a lot of those, again, my needs, which I don't necessarily, I think, especially in the beginning, I needed more signs from him that he was like in it, that he was like mm. committed, that he was, you know, going to be, that he wasn't going to leave mm -hmm. um, or that, you know what I mean? I'm trying to like think about specifics. And so I think there was a point where I said to him, like, this might not make that much sense to you, but like when we're out, and we're with a big group of people like I need you to like show me more attention or I need you to like sure do that I, kind of thing but I think that's like the difference between like tough times not the match like your tough time is like checking in with you it annoyed me when um can you do this differently and then he stepped up to that like right like but rising to the larger theme of perhaps like me needing more attention than someone else that he had been mm. with previously had been for so like if that was something where he was like I'm that just not who I am I'm never going to be able to do that like maybe that would have been a more fundamental difference that we couldn't yeah. get over. That, that That's the thing. I think sometimes people, you know, go, we're in tough times and you're like, well, you two are like breaking up, you know, like <laughs> you two, this isn't the, the relationship. Like, and I think like, I think a lot of times we lean on tough times and I've done this before where you lean on tough times to go, oh, it'll figure itself out. Right. Time. And it's like, uh, you know, maybe that's just right. a way of ignoring the tough times. I would imagine tough times would be like a thing that isn't going to be a lifelong discrepancy between you. Like, you know, someone loses their job. Mm. That's mm -hmm. a tough time. That's, you know, hopefully a temporary thing. Someone loses a, a parent, someone, you know, you have a child together and like, I, I've heard those aren't the happiest times in the relationship. Like, <laughs> is that the kind of thing that, you know, can work itself out or get better or is it the kind of thing that like is an ongoing fundamental difference between the two of you yeah yeah okay best way to, to play running into an ex who got engaged recently oh this is easy i mean the problem with the question is like again it's a short question but like when you say to running play. into an ex who got engaged recently like you know like that has nothing to do with you like, I, like, like they got engaged. Right. They weren't like, oh, he didn't like kick you before running away with this woman or girl or guy or whatever it is, you know, uh, or man. You know, I, I think the only way to run into an ex is to I, I think the only way through awkward is through awkward, not around awkward. So you got to go through it because that is the best way to feel about something. You, you, this is about you, you feeling better. So. You see an ex, hey, how are you? Great to see you. 
I saw you got engaged. Congratulations. I, I do that with a lot of internet stuff. If I see something online and that I've, if I've seen something online, I talk about it to the person. I don't let them talk about it first because right. then I don't want to do that like, oh, really? That big acting job of like, you got engaged? Let me see. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to like fake it. So I always right. get like, even when someone like, like even like, like I just saw a, uh, a friend of mine's kid had um, got a, their first haircut today. If I saw that friend tomorrow, I wouldn't be like, Big how haircut. you been? I would go, yeah, look at it. I go, how was the first haircut? I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's okay to do. And I think that makes these conversations so much less fake. I agree. I think it's also, when you say like the best way to play, it means like, what does that mean? Does that mean like the way that makes you look the best? And I think if like the way that makes, the, the thing that makes you look the best is being positive and nice to anyone you meet. Including hey, how you been? Good to see you. I saw you got engaged. Congratulations. Boom. There you go. Boom. Three dates. So nice and easy to talk to. But I don't know. Eh. <laughs> Move on or give it more time. I love um, the way this is written. Three dates. So nice and easy to talk to. But I don't know. Eh. <laughs> Move on or right. give it more time. The, I don't know. Imagine someone that because that person's your husband. <laughs> well when we met things were fun but i was like "Ugh!" and yeah. now we're married yeah i think you don't have to be like this person is the one to go on a forest date but it's more like am i really excited to go on another date with them am i excited to see them will i be looking forward to this date or will i be feeling like "Ugh, i have to go on burden. to dinner with this person i would like look internally and be like am i excited about seeing this person because if you're not excited about seeing them on date four you're not going to be excited about seeing them six months from now yeah what's going to change i and i also encourage people whenever they ask this question and a lot of times it's women asking this question just from experience because women will give guys so many more chances than guys will give women guys yeah you know the especially these first three dates i would say to this person you have to think if it's a woman so i'm i'm sorry to gender this but i i'm just giving fair warning if you go on a date with someone who you're not excited about they're going on the date because they are excited about it and i don't know what they're excited for but it's either they love you and see a future with you or they just want to fuck you so how would you feel telling the person that loves you i'm just not into this that would that's hard to do the more, dates you you go, the more dates you go on, the harder it is to do. Exactly. Right. And so that's one side of the coin. How would you also feel is if you do kind of convince yourself into this, this person does have, you have sex with this person, and then that person goes, I'm not ready for a relationship, and leaves you. The bait and switch. The bait and switch. <laughs> and so, and that happens so much because women, are, and then they'll go, I wasn't even into you. And then I convince yeah. myself and they feel like the person did that to them. And it's like the guy, I, listen, I don't know what the guy is saying on these dates, but I would, I would, you know, you have to give a little bit of credit to the other side where it's like, he was just going on dates cause he wanted to fuck. Like he was there for, he didn't convince himself into you at any point. So right. I, would, I would say if you're going to feel badly, like I'm giving someone a shot I don't know. I, this is just something to think about. I always, because this question comes up a lot, and I'm like, 
listen, you can, I, I agree with you. Go on the fourth date if it's going to not feel like a burden, but also know that that other person is going on that fourth date because they want to be there. Right. That's fair. Okay. Stop seeing a guy three months in because of the pandemic. What do I say to get back in touch? Um, I would text the guy, hey, uh, I hope you've been doing well through all this stuff. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> and I'm looking to hang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vaccinated and ready to party. How about you? HBU. Right. <laughs> right. What, what else would you say? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see like when it says when I stopped seeing a guy in three months and because of the pandemic, like, I guess maybe that because they in the beginning of quarantine when they couldn't see each other. I think, yeah, I think you could say like, hey, how have you been? What's yeah. up? Started off that way. I think you have to be like, um, totally. I think it's a you have to be realistically uh, delusional. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is like the delusional part is like. It did end because of the pandemic. We do. We did like each other. We we could we could have been a bad match. The realistic part is that might have been a, an easy excuse to get out of seeing you. And it's he's never she's never going to be serious anyways. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's a big part of it. So it's like it's one quick text if they're and I think, you know, they're either going to be they're either going to set a date or they're going to be vague. Very rarely are they, hey, listen, that three months was fun, but I don't feel a connection with us. Very rare, very rarely right. will you get the black and white no. Right. So, so if they don't set a date, you'll know not really going anywhere. And if they do, try to pick it up where it left off. Vague is no. Yes. That's, and, and That's a good dating rule of thumb, generally speaking. Yeah. Generally speaking, vague is, well, nah, well let me give it a better, uh, even more vague is i'd fuck at my convenience <laughs> okay. or vague is i have other things going on because women are vague too but i think a lot of times when women are vague it's like I'm still kind of seeing this person i don't know what's right. gonna happen with it i i kind of you could be cool but i got this other thing going on you know it's i'm not all in is vague mm -hmm. so and, and and listen if you're dealing with vague people that's okay too but just be realistic about what you're dealing with. Like, you don't don't say, well, maybe tomorrow's the day he le he's less vague. No, tomorrow's mm -hmm. the day he's vague again until you guys are both out and you end up hanging out and hooking up. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. So you can use Rakuten to get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Rakuten has your favorite brands like Bloomingdale's, Blue Mercury, and Zappos. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. That's wonderful. You're already shopping at these places. Why not? Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. We are sponsored by BetterHelp. 
what's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I love BetterHelp because it's an easier way into professional therapy. It is a toe in the water. I love that they have a questionnaire that matches you with a licensed therapist. If you're sitting there and you've never been to therapy, what a perfect way to get in the game. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash UUP today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash UUP. All right, tips and tricks for moving in with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, Two bathrooms. <laughs> you have two bathrooms? No, but that is something I probably should have looked into as far as for me. This is because yeah. I am. No, a, I think two bathrooms is I. that's what I, I didn't think that was necessary. And then I think as soon as we moved in, I was like, I would have really liked another bathroom. And obviously, that's a that's a luxury. Uh, sure. To have. I would say another tip would be just making sure that you maintain your own like life separately especially I think in the, in the pandemic, but also just generally speaking, like mm. just cause you live together doesn't mean you have to spend every waking moment together. Like make, you make some times with your friend plans with your friends, go on some trips, visit your own family, like do some stuff separately. I think it really does help keep the excitement for seeing each other like alive. It, it even just like a night apart to me is like, just like, it, it's a good way to just maintain like an excitement. Me. Yeah, I'm I'm with you 100%. And I would also say um, the hardest part about living together is uncomfortable conversations. You can't leave. <laughs> yeah. Can't leave. Yeah. yeah. So those are really hard to have um, because and I'm bad at that where it's like you're like, I want to make sure the house is comfortable to live in. And right. And sometimes you avoid um saying what's on your mind because you're like well why would i ruin this nice night you know like i totally and that's yeah. a hard thing because you, you sometimes when you're not living together you can be like you can text an uncomfortable conversation and then be like i'll see you when i see you, <laughs> you know like and then it's you know you can hash it out and then leave it's just there's no yeah. leaving i'd say i mean it's funny because i feel like popular wisdom is like don't go to bed angry but for me i actually disagree with that i think it's okay yeah. to go to bed a little annoyed Cause usually when I'm sometimes all like we'll be discussing something and we disagree on something and we'll have a little fight before bed. And then like, I actually find it's easier to be a little pissed off the next morning I wake up. I don't really care that much anymore. Yeah. If I still care the next morning, then we'll hash it out. But I think it's okay to go to bed a little pissed off. You still, if you don't, sometimes you don't really care that much the next day. I, yeah, I, I think that's great advice. I, because you know, I'm just bad at that. Like I, that's something I've learned about myself, you know, living is, um, with my girlfriend, just like the idea of like, hey, you got to you got to get it out, get it out of your system, too. You know? Yeah, totally. Um, is it weird 
that my boyfriend went out for a drink one-on-one with his girl coworker. They work at a restaurant. I don't think that's weird. I don't think that's weird at all. I, obviously, there's more to this story from that, you know, yeah. that person. I, But just generally, if it's this is the only, you know, I it's think the it's the only thing. Yeah. It, 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 if you're saying in a world, can a male and female coworker go out for a drink that is a platonic friendship uh, after work? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like and, um, you know, should they come back and talk to you about it and tell you about their night and tell you what, what you know, be able to give you facts and opinions about this person? Yes. Like right. if I went out. They, with, li- it, right. I think that in itself. Fine. If they're lying about it, weird. Yes. It, right. If they're withholding information, if you found out about this person after the fact from someone else. Yeah, that's weird. If you um, have no if he's not like if they keep going out for drink every week and then they never invite you. That's weird, too. Like, yeah, you know, li- listen, Jordana, you we've been, you and we've been I, on tour. We get we've been on tour. Yeah, we got drinks. And there was never a moment where like, you know, our significant others were like, and make sure you go home right <laughs> afterwards. Like, no, because right. our significant others knew you. They you know, we know each other. We I know Mike, you know, Jess, like, yeah, that and- uh, there's. There's just I think that's what makes those things feel more comfortable because there's nothing being hidden. I agree. Mike has female coworkers. He gets drinks with them. Yeah. And and also like we're trying to get to that future, aren't we? Like, isn't that like the right? It's almost like when quality is that a drink can't be can. We want to get to a point where a drink can be had without (laughs) like, you know, without like the studio audience. Oh, drinks like that's offensive isn't that right i agree i think that's totally fine no matter where they work um mm. you'll find someone when you least expect it true or bs um i think that's true i think i think all these lines are bs they're all bullshit <laughs> like everyone has a lot like anytime we give advice i you know we we get a dm i'm sure you get these dms too where it's like well, in my relationship, you know, everyone has a yeah. story. Um, I think the truth in you'll find someone when you least expect it is you're most confident when you're not like rushing around searching for a boyfriend right. or girlfriend on, as before the store closes. I think you're just a more confident person and more approachable and more uh, someone that someone wants to date. I agree. I think it's more like you'll find someone when you're not acting all desperate and crazy. But I don't necessarily think it's like when you least expect it. Like if you're going on a date, there's some expectation for like yeah. meeting someone. So I don't think that's to say like if you're on a dating app and you're looking and you're looking, then like that's not going to happen for you. But um, that's that's why I always come back to like the family and friends thing. Like I don't, all of a sudden my friend like all these stories are very easy to make sound good in the when looking back. Like I always, I talk about this a little bit on stage. Like the way my girlfriend tells the story of how we met is so different than the way I remember it. <laughs> like it is crazy different. Like like you know, it's as if we were like we're in a Disney cartoon, and I'm like, um, I thought you were hot, and oh my god, uh, you know, <laughs> did I ever tell you? I got into a fight with Mike once because his friend was once like, well, what's the first thing you noticed about 
Jordana, like when you met her. <laughs> what did he say? And he was like, uh, yeah, she was like pretty tall. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's most. I was like, that is yeah, not. Cool. Sto- that is not a romantic like. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I was like, like, he didn't even try. He didn't even yeah. try to dress that up. He's tall. That's just. Oh, men right, react. I was like, that was the first thing you thought about me. I'm not even that fucking tall. Like, <laughs> so, um, well, she's tall enough for me. I guess I'm good. Yeah, right. Like yeah, it's just funny. I think like also like the way men and then women like you know what I mean like the romantic. I was like that was not romanticized at all or enough for me. But yeah, you and and <laughs> yeah, it's you. It sometimes it feels like women are like writing these stories on the fly, like. Oh, oh, that's a good line to put in there. And, and, you know, and it's like, okay, that's because, and this happens. It's not, it's not just our relationship, every relationship. So when you hear a line, that's why all these lines, you'll find someone you least expect it. My Roger was walking through Target and it's like, fuck off. Like, you know, right. like. <laughs> How does one break a fuckboy streak? Warning signs. They all seem so nice at the start. Um, I think you start with stop calling people fuckboys. I don't know that that whole fuckboy thing feels to me like a response to the word slut, which is like I would never use. Uh, um, to, to me, a fuckboy is someone who's just not looking to date you or yeah, to date. And, I, again, if, if that's the the definition that I'm, I'm with you. And it's like, at that point, stop believing, you know, you know, um, words over actions. Like you have to be, you have to be able to lose people to gain the right people. So Mm -hmm. if you're just taking in all customers, then you're going to have some, you're not going to have the, you know, uh, you're going to have any customer. If you're taking an exclusive guest list, then you have a different then then you can kind of control the clientele. Right. And I would also say to examine like what makes you attracted to these people. Like what is the recurring thing that you find attractive and I bet it'll be something that you discover about yourself that you might want to look into. Yeah, I and I think all <laughs> I mean we all could do that. We could all do some self reflection. I I think also like be if you say, I think a lot of Fuck boys are deathly afraid of standards. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's so, their kryptonite. That's their kryptonite. So if you have someone backing away from like, hey, I don't want like again, we you're like, uh, I want to go on a date and then they're vague. Yeah, they're afraid. Know. That's yeah. what they're afraid of. Um, they're afraid of any form of that type of. Th- so if you give. Just raise the bar a little bit, just an inch, and see how they react to that bar being risen. They either do or they vague. Yes. All right. Miss miss the drama of my toxic exes, but I love my current secure boyfriend. How to stop craving ambiguity. This is a tough one because it's like, I don't want McDonald's, but I love them French fries. Right. I've on to be totally honest, like I've I've struggled with that in a sense, like I would say that's just life. Like yeah. the the like crazy dramatic 
nights are like exciting and like you don't really get as many of them in secure relationships and it is a little bit of a trade-off but if you think about like your long-term happiness like it's you kind of have to weigh the pros and the cons it's kind of like like you said the mcdonald's fries or like if you love you know what i mean like how are you like i am on a really good healthy diet but sometimes i just like miss doing cocaine it's like yeah, yeah. that's kind of like life <laughs> yeah you sometimes you gotta grow out of it you also like waking up at eight and feeling okay and not dealing with the repercussions of two days later you know right and you you know like that's I've been on a no late night eating kick and I've been really good about it every now and again I fuck up and I go and it makes me want to fuck up less you know <laughs> like right. and I would say also like I love the thing I love about being in a relationship is no ambiguity and no and I know I don't have to like push off you know, be vague with someone, you know? Um, right. And I, and I know like she's wants, she's missing the sexiness of like, finally it works out and I get the, the guy in my claws. And even though I know it won't work out, just the idea that he came over tonight after all those other nights of not coming over. Like, I understand that. Yeah. And I think there's like this like myth or this romanticized thing that it's like once you find the one like nothing else matters. You never think about anything other than that ever again. But like mm. I think it's still healthy to be like, do you know what I mean? To like want exciting nights to like what to what? Some sense miss some of that on that note. Sorry to interrupt, but this couple needs some role playing. Maybe he be he's the fuck boy and you're the the crazy you know the the woman who wants more and he won't give it to you like there's a role play in that that's kind of sexy yeah i could see getting into that right like for sure hey i want to do this thing i think this is so sexy uh what if i text you and you don't text me back and you get you go out and then you go out with your friends get real drunk don't text me i'm gonna text you like a crazy person the whole night and you say, yeah, I'll be out later. Let's hang and later. And then you never Maybe come later. over. And then you never come over. Or you come over at 2 a.m. stinking drunk. And you come and, and it can feel like one of those nights that I got the guy, but I'm not really happy about it because he's not even taking me seriously. Like It's so bad, but it's good. For me, <laughs> my subconscious does this work for me. So every yeah. <laughs> every like month, um, every month or like six weeks, I have a dream that Mike leaves me. Mm. right and i'm all alone and i'm devastated and it feels very real every time it literally happens like every four to six weeks and then mm -hmm. i wake up and i'm like so excited <laughs> to see him and to be there um so your i do own, think it's my mind being like on your own <laughs> my mind just like fucking with me on its own just to make sure that i appreciate what i've got yeah <laughs> mike i'm so, we mike i I just had the hottest dream. You left me. <laughs> you left me and you're still here. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. 
You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. What is a nice way to encourage your partner to see a therapist? Um, I think... When they come to you with their issues, first of all, we're sponsored by Talkspace. I think that like I, I say it in the ad, but um, and this isn't to like you can use whatever you'd like. But the idea that Talkspace even exists is like blows my mind because I'm one of those people that's like go to the dentist. I'm like, I like I'll, I'll be like, I got to go to the dentist. And I'll be like, I don't even know a dentist. And then it's a month later and I'm like, fuck, right. you know, like I'm, I'm just one of those people. And I think. A lot of guys are that way where it's like, oh, I got to like find someone. I, I feel stupid for not knowing someone. I'm going to give up. I think that's a lot of to do. So I think Talkspace is a great, you know, asset to be like, hey, this website exists. Like take a tour of it. But I think the way to nicely bring it up is to say, it sounds like you're going, like when someone brings up their things to you or how they're feeling, hey, I, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. A lot of t this stuff feels like really serious and something that is I don't know how to help you with. I think maybe seeing a professional would be very helpful for you. Yeah, I, I think that's some, there's a nicer way to say it than that. I think that's the most you can do. And I but I do th I do think that anyone who d like the person has to want it themselves. Yeah, they're not going to go because you told them to. But that's why it has to be a reactive thing, not a proactive thing, I think. And. Again, I'm not speaking for like like if someone's like hurting themselves and you're watching that, that's something you have to like speak up on. But I'm saying if, if you have a partner who's like, 
I don't know what to do with these feelings and they're coming to you. You have to right. let them know I'm not a professional, but that's kind of your opening to be like, I think these are professional issues that can be helped with that. And just like Jordana said, like if you're going to them, like you need a fucking therapist. It's like, that's not <laughs> like, right. That's like, not going to make gonna them really do get, anything. Not very edible. Yeah. I agree. Is having COVID is having COVID ending single FOMO because you're in a serious relationship or red flag. So she's basically saying is the idea of COVID ending causing you FOMO a red flag if you're in a serious relationship. Uh, for her dating life. Yeah. yeah like uh, to be um, sing- to being single. <laughs> um, I, I, and I don't mean to assume that's a woman. I think that could be a, a man as well. Right. Yeah. Easily. Um, I think that's going to be very applicable to a lot of people. I think, Here's what I would say. It's it's a red flag. Um, but I don't think, I think a lot of like, what's going to end up happening a lot is a lot of people are going to blame this for their relationship ending. And do you know what I mean? Oh, you're yeah, just, I think it's you're an just easy excited to be, thing, you right, just want to yeah. be single. And it's like, uh, I don't let's take a look at the relationship instead of like COVID ending. Like, okay. Right. It's a, it's a symptom. It's not the problem. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I do think it's a red flag. It doesn't mean it's a deal breaker, but I think it's a, it's worth looking at your relationship to be like, why am I feeling this way? Am I not excited by this person? Do I need to role play a fuck boy scenario? (laughs) Like to bring some magic back. Um, but I listen, I don't think this is wrong. Like, I think this is going to happen to a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Um, the three best tips for a dating app profile. Um, okay. Three best tips that I can give just based on our experience of seeing so many that we've given makeovers to. It's got to be you alone. No glasses, no hat. First two pictures. Yes, that's always my first piece of go-to advice. No friend group shots and uh, no sunglasses. Yeah, and first two pictures. The the rest, do what you want to do. That's your art project. Fine. Um, another one I would say, take the questions seriously. And Because the que- taking the questions and the prompts seriously and, and be yourself. Like, don't try and be, and be mm-hmm. someone else or tell someone who you are. Just take them seriously in a way that would turn away people and bring people in. You're looking right. to get rid of people too. And I would also say be positive. So the one thing I always think is a major red flag if someone has X need not apply or not looking for Y. It's like don't yeah. say the things you're not looking for. Say the things that you are just generally being positive I think is really important. Yeah, you want to be negative about dating, start a podcast. Call it the UF podcast. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, like you, there's places to do that that this isn't your stage to perform your soliloquy on dating in 2021. Like no one gives a shit. Agreed. And we've already said it all on this podcast. But I and then here's a third one. When you reach out to someone on a dating app, make it about their profile. Make it personal to them. Because I think when all I, I refer to these apps, these profiles are your own art projects. So we're all narcissists. People want to hear what you think of their art projects. So be personal is a better way than, hey, what's up? Right. And my only last suggestion would be to like, I get like you said, kind of take it seriously or don't do it at all. 
It's yeah. like if you're it's kind of like if you're going to apply to a job and like not proofread your resume, like what's the point? Yeah. Like <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it for like be on there for real or just don't be on there. Yeah. And being half on a dating app, that fucking sucks. Like like, uh, you know, just being half in anything. Fucking sucks. Right. That's I agree. Not worth it. Man, we are like this is this is really taking up an episode. I, I didn't even realize how far in we are. Yeah, should, do we have any more time? No, we, we got more time, but I I, I just want to make sure people know. Keep sending your emails. I, this has been a lot of fun. Are you enjoying this, Jordana? Yeah, I, this I, is I, great. These are some quick hits. I, love I want it. people to let us know how they feel about the quick hits episode. Um, we're not tossing away the old way. We're just you know giving this a shot. We wanted to see how you guys would react to it, so we want to hear from you. UUP at Betches dot com. UUP at Betches dot com. Let us know. Let's finish these out. Does all dating start off casually? No one seems to want a relationship on the apps. Um, see, this is this person has a problem. Like, and like they. <laughs> it doesn't matter what everyone wants. It doesn't matter what everyone wants. You, you, you're not the. First of all, you're not the only one that wants to be in a relationship. So stop that. It, the, I know you're the center of this rom com, and you're going. Nobody wants me. It's not that. So stop that. If you're living in a world where no one seems to want a relationship on a dating app, that's you just airing complaints that can't be solved. Right. Or that's you not filtering correctly. Yeah. Talking to people who are wasting your time talking to people who are showing clear signs of not looking for that. Or again, maybe they're not looking for a relationship with you. Maybe you're not just not finding enough matches for yourself. And, and here's a big thing. When you say no one seems to want a relationship on the apps, then I can only assume that you're going, you're asking these people to lead you. You got to be a little bit of a leader. Hey, I want a relationship. Admit to that. Say it out loud. Scream it out the window. Go ahead. Pause the podcast. Say, I, don't even pause it. Just you're walking around right now. Say, I want a relationship. And then, you know, if you're outside, someone thinks you're crazy, but that's okay. That's okay to admit. So stop looking I, I think a lot of people get embarrassed that they're looking for a relationship. I think that should be the least embarrassing thing in the world. So stop waiting for someone to tell you they're looking for a relationship so that you don't have to worry about getting fucked over down the right. road because you're never going to stop yourself from that. And I think most people are looking for a relationship with the right person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they, anyway, um, fun guy, but added four to five inches to his height on hinge. Is this catfishing? <laughs> That's a lot. A of lot. Yeah. I think everyone deserves a nice courtesy inch, half an inch to an inch. I'm okay I with go that. Down. I used to go down. What in either direction, give or take. <laughs> yeah. I, I listen, I, I would put five, eight, even though I'm five, eight and a half, I would rather be known as a tall five, eight than a short five, nine. Right. Well, you want to exceed expectations, not come in below them. I think that's I think that's definitely catfishing and it's definitely okay to be like you're not interested in someone not only because they're not the height that you thought they were, but also because they just lied about it and they weren't confident enough to put their real height. Totally agree. And and even to add to that, it is way different to add 4 to 5 inches to your height than it is to put up a picture that do, that looks from from a couple of years ago that looks different to me because right. I'm someone that when I look in the mirror, I kind of like form my body to look how I want it to look so that I can leave the house and feel confident. I think a lot of people do that. Everyone like, does I'm that. Like, yeah. Yeah. We all are just trying to look at a picture that we, that, that can be our mind's eye of how we look. So it's, it's something to like, 
pump our own tires. When you say five, four to five extra inches, like that is something that they had to, that's not a picture, you know, like that's not. It's a lie. Yeah. That's a lie. That's it, we're like, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. A height is numbers. You right. Know? Like, so height is objective. Right. A picture subjective. And, and, and again, like, it's like when someone says, you know who you look like? Like, you know, like that can happen. I don't think I look like that celebrity. Oh, you do think I look like that. You know what I mean? Like, but with a four to five inches is the same in every country. So, right. um, what I would say to this person, to me, I'd be more unattracted to their, um, lack of confidence in their height. Like, I agree. It's a confidence um, thing. How, yeah. How do I know if I'm being too picky about guys? So this kind of relates to our earlier questions about like, you know, am I judging someone on their job too, mm -hmm. too much or something like that? I think it's like you have to think about the value versus the indicator or the signaling of it. So it's like, am I being too picky because I want someone who's ambitious and sweet and I don't know, like good looking fine. Um, like, I don't think those are things that you have to be, that are necessarily about being too picky. I think it's like, if you want a specific, a, a very specific signaling of that, then mm -hmm. I think that leads into the too picky sense. So if it's like, I only want to date someone who went to this college or has this kind of job or, or makes X amount of year or has blonde hair or something like that. Like, I think if you're getting very specific, then that to me leads into picky territory. But if you're doing it based on like, a value of yours that you want someone to match. I don't think that that's too picky. Totally. Yeah. It's uh, I'm with you hundred percent on that. I, I don't even think there's anything to add. I think here's the thing being single at an age that you thought you would have been married. Doesn't mean you're too picky. I think that's the thing that a lot of people do to themselves is mm -hmm. they're like, well, everyone else, you know, if you're doing that thing where you're like everyone else, I must be too picky. No, it just hasn't happened yet. That's okay. I agree. Um, we got two more. Yes. Thoughts on sharing location with a significant other. Jordana, do you and Mike share your location with one another? I don't even know how you would do that. Um, you press the but info <laughs> button. <laughs> well, um, uh, yeah, I... No, I, um, I guess I, I think if it's for like a specific utility purpose, it's not like fine if it's like a thing that you're doing to track the other person then obviously that's an that's issue. a big big difference so hey i'll be home um from the airport soon right turn on your location so i know when you're close that's different than hey i'm going out tonight turn on your location um so i know where you are that's a different exactly thing. yes i know that some people share their locations for safety concerns and that that's a different conversation like but yeah if your partner doesn't, if you're saying it's for safety concerns so that your partner shares it with you, that's a little bit of a lie. If you're saying it's for safety concerns when it's really for tracking concerns, right. that's a different story. It's like, are you using the power for evil or are you using it for like convenience? It's like, yeah. if, I need, if I need to know your, your phone password so I can change the song on like, on, when we're like on the road trip, that's one thing. If I need to know your phone password so I can look through all your emails, that's like a different question. Yeah, and you, listen, uh, this is all under the kind of like the idea like you can't like you can't 
zigzag around getting hurt. Like, yeah. you know, like if you're looking for the location, because you're onto something, I think the minute you say to yourself, maybe if I had his location, I would know, be more confident. That's maybe when the, uh, in this relationship, maybe that's the time to talk about your relationship. Right. I also think in those instances, a lot of the time, like curiosity killed the cat. Like you look through enough stuff, you'll find something you didn't want to see. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How to tell a guy. This is our last question. Thank you guys for sending these in. Um, this has been great. These are awesome. How to tell a guy I want to be exclusive with him without sounding desperate or despy as I'm now trying to make happen. Because <laughs> like, you, you started it and I love it. Little despy. <laughs> um, I don't understand how this would sound desperate. I understand why she's afraid of it sounding desperate because it's basically her saying like, I, you know, like I want, I'm ready. I want you. And so I think yeah. they're kind of like, Anytime you show interest, I think some people look at it and I can understand this mindset of like, oh, I'm putting my cards on the I'm putting all my cards on the table. Well, I I think I understand that. And I guess that's vulnerable. That is truly vulnerable. Hey, I like you. I want to be with you. Um, I would I would like you to stop having sex with other people. Yeah. Like. But I think let's try and look at it from a perspective of power. You know, like I, I think there's a powerful way to look at go, hey, I really enjoy your company, but I'm not going to be with someone who's not totally with me. So I I'm letting you right. know I'm totally with you. I agree. If you if you change the narrative, it's actually much more empowering. And it's des it actually if you change the narrative, it's pretty desperate to want something and not say it mm. because you're afraid of coming off a certain way. Yeah, like that, that's that, really what's desperate is to yeah. like continue to see someone while knowing you want to be exclusive with them, but being too afraid to lose them to say anything, that to me is is actually more desperate. And this is easier advice to give than to take. Like, I can understand where you go, okay, so I'm going to find out what they really think. I'm going to put it off a week. You know, like, I can yeah, understand no, I that, get mindset. that. <laughs> mindset. Totally. And I think you, I mean, one of the things that you would, that I think it, it, that could only sound desperate to sit, to want to be exclusive with someone if you're totally out of whack with like the way that, that they're th thinking. So if, you know, if they see you once a month and they text yeah. you twice a month and you're like, well, I want to be exclusive to me, that sounds a little desperate because you're not, you don't have a, an accurate pulse on where the relationship is. Here's the most, I totally agree with that. And here's the most <laughs> desperate thing you can do. Hey, I want to be in a relationship. Um, hey, I really like you, but I'm not going to be with someone who isn't exclusive with me. So I have to know if you're exclusive with me. And then they say, nah and then you go yeah never mind let's just do what we were doing before that's fucking desperate yes to bring it to full circle to the Kristen wig and bridesmaids scene yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah exactly well this is uh i think we solved dating for real today jordana we did this is great we got through 20 questions if you guys like this segment and you want us to do it again email us uup at betches.com um or if you prefer a regular formatting let us know that too and we'll be back to the regular format next week but let us know what you think yeah, this is uh the what do we call this the the twenty the 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 quick twenty hits. burning questions twenty quick hit dating questions yeah this is great I'm I'm excited we're back next episode bye you up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico editing by Sean Kilby social media by Madeline Paul guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino be sure to follow at you up pod on Instagram and Twitter and send us your emails to you up at betches.com.
Thank you to our sponsor, Lee. Lee creates denim that gets better with age. The ones you reach for to feel your best again and again. Their denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Rider Jean jacket is the OG. What every other brand has copied for decades. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Betches.